Lisa Lillian, also known as Hungry Girl. I'm here at Hungryland with my pals and co-workers and co-hosts and co-humans, Jamie and Mikey. Hi. Hello. Hey, You're going? so sing-songy today. <laughs> Thank you. I was inspired by you singing and songing along with the theme song here. <laughs> Very excited. Um, happy to be back. It's been a little while. I know. Mm-hmm. It's been a minute. It has. Yeah. I mean, for the listeners, it's been two weeks, but for us, I think it's been about a month. Has it? Probably, yeah. Wow, don't tell them that. <laughs> no, but this time around, we're not doing a haul. It's a weird... Are you weirded out? Yeah. Well, because we, we knew we weren't eating food, Jamie and I like devoured everything in the fridge before the show. <laughs> we're so ready to go home to an empty fridge? Yeah. We're satiated. No, we, we ate out of the uh, Hungry Land fridge. <laughs> oh, and then Jamie just ate an apple. Yeah. That's exciting. Well, this time around, we are doing Ask Hungry Girl, Yay. the October edition. Yes. That means there's going to be more additions. Yes. How, how are we going to do such a thing? Well, Ask Hungry Girl, I guess that would be me. Yes. I'm Lisa Lillian, also known as Hungry Girl. So it, we put out a call for questions from mm-hmm. the audience and we asked, we begged, we pleaded, we offered, we said, call in to Mike's pocket cell phone mm-hmm. and leave messages. And people did. Yeah. We got a lot. Wow. Yeah. And we should tell people not only will you have the chance to have Lisa answer your question on the podcast and your voice be featured, but you get a prize if we use your question on the podcast. Whoa. Yeah. So everyone in today's podcast gets a prize. Yep. That's so cool. Yeah. All right. So in the future, if you have a question, if you like this format, even if you don't and you still have a question, you can call Mike at 805-380-8075. And ask your question. Don't have to worry about sounding good. We all hate our voices. Mm-hmm. We all cringe when mm-hmm. we hear ourselves speak. I know I do. Just do you, a little. Jamie? Well, I'm just always surprised because I didn't know I had an accent. And now when I listen <laughs> to myself, I'm like, do I have an accent? You're like, am I from Philly? Am I from Jersey? <laughs> Where am I from? I know. I know. It's so weird. I just feel like I sound, I'm like, who's that? I cringe. Mm. Anyway, so don't think that because you're going to sound great. Yeah. And all the people that call in today sound great. Yep. They do. So the idea is, yet again, you ask your questions about anything, food advice, recipe advice, lifestyle advice, love advice. Love advice? Oh, that'd be fun. Hungry for love. I'm actually very good at giving dating advice. I don't know if you know that. Did not know that. I mean, you did tell me not to marry Mike, so. What? I'm kidding. It's a lie. (laughs) I remember, by the way, Jamie did come to my home to work because we were working out of the house for a fleeing mm-hmm. moment. This was a million years ago. And she showed up and she's like flailing her hand <laughs> to and fro. And I'm like, la, 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 clueless. And finally she's like, don't you see the ring? <laughs> you guys had gotten engaged. I totally didn't I see it. I remember that. Wow. <laughs> what I an idiot I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, before we jump into the Q&A, what you got, Mikey? All right, this one is for all those White Castle fans, me being one of them. Uh, Now in your freezer aisle are White Castle hamburger and White Castle cheeseburger castle bites. Okay, so they're little bites that kind of look like those Tortina pizza rolls, but they're filled with beef and onions. And if you get the cheese one, it has cheese in it. Um, The stats aren't that bad. Uh, For the cheeseburger one, if you eat six bites, that's 190 calories. And the hamburger one is six bites for 170 calories. And they are available nationwide at your local grocer. I'm freaking out a little bit right now. (laughs) I love White Castle. Yeah, they're great. 
What? I hate to admit it. It's one of those guilty, guilty pleasures that I have. Mm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Can we, how, are they under the table? No, oh. I should have gotten some, but I Have I you didn't. seen these? No, I haven't seen them in the store yet, no. Ugh, White Castle. Well, Mike, I'm shocked that you didn't get this because a couple days ago he was looking for Breaking Chews and he's like, Jamie, they're making clam fa- flavored mayonnaise. <laughs> Should I get it for us to try? And I was what? like, no. Fun. <laughs> I bet it would be good. Better than like tartar sauce yeah, for cheese, yeah. for um, fish sticks. Yeah. That, um, ugh, White Castle. Um, I remember like the one Father's Day that I was alone with my dad. I don't know where my mom and sister were shopping somewhere. Mm-hmm. My dad took me. He's like, where do you want to go for dinner? I said, where do you want to sit? go he's like i don't want to tell you you're gonna make fun of me and then he said white castle and i said uh-huh. yay and we went on father's day do you know because they don't have any out here i've never actually been to a Wait, white first castle say that's so cute that's so that's cute, so cute. <laughs> <laughs> um so i only know white castle from the freezer aisle like the, the little right. squares that you can buy in the freezer section but yeah i, I would love to go with you to a white castle yeah, well, they're not so cool. Well, well, they're, they're not around here. But I remember there was a pop-up on Sunset Boulevard when Harold and Kumar, what was the... That was uh, it, Harold and Kumar White go to White Castle. Castle, yeah. Right, there was a pop-up on Sunset Boulevard, but all they did was like nuke the frozen ones. Oh, uh, lame, but it was lame. Still fun. Yeah. Uh, so guess what's back after a five-year hiatus? Uh, the Hungry Girl TV show. Yes! No, Wait, has been it been only long. five years? No, it's oh. been <laughs> Kellogg's Cinnabon Cereal, the mini crispy cinnamon swirl with frosting on top cereal is available at Sam's Club now. And then in December, they'll be available nationwide. Huh. I didn't even know. I never knew it was here. I never knew it left. Well, it was gone for five years and now it's back. And I'm sure. Look at it. You'll recognize it from like the cereal aisle. Yeah. Does not look familiar? No. 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 I mean, we we weren't doing podcasts back then, but I'm sure you you had them. Maybe. I'm foggy. Yeah. Are you sure it's not the Hungry Girl TV show? <laughs> Is it? You would know that before me. <laughs> I was kidding. I and was kidding. That's all I have for you all. Okay. I'm ready for the first question. Hi, this is Michelle from Ellsworth, Wisconsin. And my question is, what are some practical application tips for success that I can use when it's my husband and I have different healthy food and weight loss goals? I sometimes feel like I'm being sabotaged. Thanks. Hmm. Sabotage. Michelle, that's a very good question. I hear that a lot, actually. But, you know, the truth is a lot of times it's not like the olden days where it's necessary to have one giant dinner and everyone eats the same thing. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, we don't. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And same with my house and same with like Hungry Girl recipes. A lot of times there are recipes for one, but the sabotage thing kind of concerns me a little bit because I feel like one, if you truly feel, Michelle, that you're being sabotaged, maybe just have a conversation, Mm -hmm. like just like be upfront about it. Cause like, I know if I... I feel like someone is truly trying to sabotage me. I would just feel more comfortable if I just hit it head on and I say, Hey, I, it's important to me. I'm feeling like I'm not always strong enough and I can be weak if coerced. And I feel like you're trying to push me to eat things or like tempt me with things I don't want to eat. And so please try not to do that to me. Is that too upfront? No, I feel like that's really good advice. That's what I would do. But I'm like a confront. I'm like a I don't want to, I'm saying I'm a confronter. <laughs> I'm like confrontational, I guess, in some way, which makes me a confronter, yeah. I guess. But I would do that because it's like, but that's if you truly want to 
hit that problem head on. Mm -hmm. I feel like I do know people that sometimes use it as an excuse. And Michelle, I'm not saying you do that, but there are a lot of people Mm -hmm. who like to like say, oh, I felt sabotaged and I just caved. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mike, you would never sabotage Jamie. No, not at all. And Jamie, you're so strong willed. I think though, I know what you're saying. Like sometimes it can feel like sabotage and she, she might mean this either way. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it just feels like sabotage. Even if the person doesn't have bad intentions, it's just the fact that it's all there and that, you know, I I can see that feeling like sabotage, even if the person means well. Right. And you know, the thing is you have to be very confident in what you're choosing to eat, where you are like mentally when it comes to food and what your refrigerator is packed with. Like when you're in that space, Mm -hmm. I feel like there's nothing that could rattle you if you're really Mm -hmm. satisfied Mm -hmm. with it. That's at least how I feel. Like I always feel like good about my choices, ready to eat them Mm -hmm. and excited about it. And, you know, you can almost feel bad for the person who's making those choices that are going to make them feel sick with like heavier foods, Mm -hmm. you know? Well, I mean, and sometimes like Mike eats foods that work perfectly well for him that just would not do not work for me. Um, Plus, I don't like to share my food. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't. It's my food. (laughs) I think both of you like your I'm not a food sharer either. Are you a big food sharer? I kind of like to do my own thing. I have food, uh, food aggression, like my dog. I feel <laughs> a little like, do I, I'll bite you if you come near yeah. my stuff. Or like sometimes, and I, it's funny, there's like manners and I know we're off track, Michelle, we're going to get back mm-hmm. on track, I promise. But like, if I'm sitting there and someone sticks their fork in my plate mm-hmm. without saying, oh, can I try a bite of that? It bugs me. Yeah, that's not okay. I feel like in a post COVID world though, that should not even happen. But like with the spouse, <laughs> yeah, Jamie the spouse, did that. What yeah. are you going to do? Yeah, Smack true. her? Yeah, no, I'm, no, I would never touch Jamie. Don't you would never touch me. That's extreme, Mike. Not, I hope I occasionally never, you'll touch her. I would, yeah, we're getting off track here. Well, <laughs> back, back on track. You know what I was thinking is, you know, Lisa, you were saying about being confident in your choices and being stocked with them. I think, too, if there's certain foods that he's eating that are like super tempting to you, like instead of let's say Mike has, you know, chocolate cake in a massive block in the freezer, which you may oh, or may I know not where have. You're going with this. <laughs> you know, you're like you have your own chocolate cake. Well, I'm I not going to be yesterday. able to be like Jamie. Eat lettuce instead. I gotta have some sort of a healthier, better for me chocolate right. fix, or, or something that's gonna. T- when somebody is like thinking about eating like something bad, you want your version of yes. that bad mm-hmm. thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes it's just, cause I can tell myself, oh, I'm going to stock all the healthy, clean ingredients. And then when that chocolate cake comes out of the freezer, good luck telling me to eat an apple. Yeah, so just make yeah. sure you have things that you find satisfying, right? Exactly. That will be there for you when someone else is eating something that they consider like a treat or like a decadent mm-hmm. kind mm-hmm. of fix. Plus hungry girl recipes. There is a recipe for everything that is like tempting and normally decadent and off limits. Mm-hmm. So you just need the books too. Right. Or the, or at least the website. Yeah. Yeah. You know what me and Mike do? It goes back to one of the first things you were saying about, you know, it's not like everyone, you have to make one family dinner and everyone eats the same thing. We'll do like, like he'll make, um, like taco meat, like taco beef or turkey. And then he'll make it with like all his decadent sauces and fillings and taco shells. And I'll have a taco salad. It's like, you can kind of do a middle ground there where you're still feel like you're eating together and you're not making totally separate meals, but you can each kind of put your own spin on it. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Are we ready for the next cue? Let's hear it. Hi, Lisa. This is Jen from New Jersey. I love your podcast, your magazines and your cookbooks. My question is what are the top five foods 
with protein that you would choose if you want to lose weight. Thank you. Have a nice day. She's so sweet. Yeah. Thanks, Jen. That was that was a good question. And I love the way she like buttered us up. Uh-huh. <laughs> saying she liked everything mm-hmm. that we do pretty much. Yeah, that's how you, that's how you get on the episode is butter us up. Is that how is yeah. that how you chose her? Uh-huh. Yeah. And she yeah. gets a prize too. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> um, that's a really good question. Perfect for me because if you know me a little bit, you know I'm a protein maniac. I love all kinds of protein. And for me, protein is a secret weapon when I'm trying to like watch what I'm eating and like maintain or lose weight. And, uh, I don't know if I can choose just five things, but I can try and I can talk a little bit about how I use them and why I use them. So one for sure would be egg whites in the form of either liquid egg whites, hard boiled eggs, or egg beaters. And I love those as meals, snacks, mini meals, main meals. (laughs) Like I love egg whites more than anything. I'm not like a big I know that like, I don't often do like fancy things with the egg whites and Mm -hmm. stuff them with salsa. I know you like that kind of stuff more than I do. Literally 10 minutes ago. (laughs) I know, right. I know. I mean, I'll, I'll do it if it's there and if it's like here and there are recipes, but I am just big on, this is what I do with my egg whites. I put them in the microwave for like five seconds. So they're at least room temperature warm. And then I do a quick sprinkle of truffle salt. Oh, best. So this is hard boiled egg whites? Mm Mm-hmm. Best, best, best. Or at any given time, I would do like a single like mini little egg beaters cup with like a wedge of laughing cow Mm -hmm. as like a super satisfying little treat. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that I love. Uh, Turkey slices. That's another one. I feel like I I tend to stick with low sodium. I like the boar's head low sodium, like low salt turkey breast, Mm -hmm. which I wrap around pickles. Yes. Whole half sour pickles. I take like a whole pickle, not like a pickle like the size of my leg, but like a reasonably sized <laughs> like pickle. A finger sized pickle. Yeah. I mean like a, a fat thumb. Mm-hmm. That's so weird. <laughs> a fat thumb pickle. We should, that's a new thing we should invent. Fat a jar of pickle. fat thumb pickles. Oh my goodness. I'll wrap a, oh my goodness. I'll wrap a turkey slice around that and dip that in mustard. But turkey is another really good one. Definitely chicken. So I always have various kinds of chicken in my home. I will have a rotisserie chicken. Mm -hmm. I usually have frozen chicken tenders and or breasts. And then I have pre-cooked chicken, usually from Trader Joe's Mm -hmm. because like all of like the naked chicken, the grilled chicken, amazing. Mm -hmm. And chicken's like the best protein ever for me. Um, because I do think chicken tastes better than Turkey even. Mm -hmm. I feel like all other types of fowl, just don't taste as good as chickens. But it's also just so much more accessible. Like you said, yeah. you can get it pre-cooked strips. You can get it pre-cooked shredded. You can get it, you know, frozen. Yeah. And like, I do have frozen shrimp in the house too, but I don't, I tend to not, I eat shrimp out all mm-hmm. the time and I don't use the frozen shrimp as much as the other proteins. So now I'm not counting that. So I'm counting chicken, turkey, egg whites, then tuna, of course, because mm-hmm. tuna pouches and even tuna cans I have to tell you, like Starkist, my two favorite tuna situations, Starkist, all the pouches, all the flavors, all the options, all the little, even the Starkist with all the doodads in them, like the, the rice and beans, those mm-hmm. are great protein options, but also Costco, like Kirkland tuna, mm-hmm. best, Is good? best, fantastic. Don't they have that like skipjack one or something? I don't know. I just get I the plain old yeah. Kirkland, but okay. you know, Starkist is always, mm-hmm. you know, I have a massive thing for Charlie. Yeah. So like Starkist and also I think uh, Kirkland, those are my favorite tunas. That's four. Is that, are we at four? We're at four. Greek yogurt. 
If I have to only pick one more, it would be Greek yogurt. Mm -hmm. And that like, that's just because like my go-to meal snack or anything, breakfast, whatever, it's like 0% Greek yogurt with a sweetener, usually like a Truvia or a little swerve, a sprinkle of cinnamon, dip some fruit into it. Mm. And then I've been making a lot of two ingredient dough things so you can make anything have a lot of protein. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was just saying, you know, it's funny, like we have the two ingredient dough, like taking over our world and Mm -hmm. it's it's in Simply Comfort, the new book. There's a lot of recipes. And we sort of don't even tout and play up the fact that it turns those little bagels into protein bagels. Yeah. They're loaded with protein. Wow. So it's just a good thing. It's like an excuse to have carbs Mm -hmm. by just adding a lot of protein. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love to, like we went to lunch recently and you got, I got a salad and you got, you asked for a side of yogurt and a big, you're like, give me as much fruit as you can, a fruit salad. And you put the yogurt over the, or did you dip? I dipped. You dipped. But it's like, I would have never thought to have that. And I bet that was so satisfying, like as a meal. It's great. I, lo- I love it. I often, when I go out for breakfast, I'll get that. So mm-hmm. I'm not tempted to eat like a lot of, you know, toast or mm-hmm. anything. It's good. And wait, can I add more protein things? Yes, do it. Cottage cheese. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love cottage cheese. I feel cheese. like it's underrated. Mm-hmm. It's great. And meatless, like Boca burgers, old school, 70 calorie vegan Boca mm-hmm. burgers. Mm-hmm. That's my life. Truly. I feel like, you know, when you talk about these foods for weight loss, especially when you have these in your house, if you're really like, remember the the old thing about if you're really hungry, you'll eat raw broccoli. Like if you're really Mm -hmm. hungry before you have something that you're like, oh, I know that's going to like, you know, maybe not be great for my weight management, have some protein because it is barely going to make a dent. These things are so low in calories, so high in protein, so satisfying. I dare you to have a tuna pouch and then still want to eat an entire cake. Totally. Absolutely. I mean, who would want that? Who would want to eat a cake after a tuna yeah. pouch? That's Well, I mean, for many reasons, yeah. but yes. <laughs> but I'm not a big sweets person either. Yeah. I'm more of a protein person, definitely. Um, and th- I guess those are all of my favorite proteins. Mike, what are your favorite proteins? Peanut, peanut butter. butter? Sure, yeah, okay. Uh, peanut butter, peanut butter. That's one and two. Three, I guess it's probably like, I know I shouldn't have it that often, which I don't think I do, but I love like hamburger. I love beef. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I like chicken. We eat a lot of chicken. Mm-hmm, we do. Yeah. Uh, that's about it. I mean, I peanut like, butter like, is like my go-to for protein in the morning. For a while we were getting like chicken meatballs from Costco. Yeah. And those are so good. Same thing. I could just eat one of those in the middle of the day. It's so good. Yeah, totally. I And I like, I like that stuff too. But if I'm really trying, I want everything to be like more like I know every single thing in it. Mm-hmm. So I tend to go for the more straight up, straightforward proteins. Mm-hmm. And I love you can build a whole meal around it. Yeah. Whether it's on a salad or in a lettuce wrap or mm-hmm. in a soup or it's just straight up or mixed with pickles or with a side with cauliflower rice. There's just a lot you can do. Yeah. So keep those in your fridge and freezer. That was inspiring. I feel like now I'm like, oh, need to go home and pack my fridge with different proteins. I'm going to stop at the supermarket on Trader Joe's on the way home. Okay. Are we ready for our next question? Speaking of good calls. We are. I have a question that um, I constantly struggle with, and that is nighttime eating. Um, I eat dinner early, and then I try not to eat after dinner, but I always... Uh, I'm hungry in the, at night and I, I just need some ideas on the right choices of what to eat at night. 
you know, what kinds of healthy choices there are that isn't going to ruin my whole day of, of, you know, trying to do well with eating. Um, sometimes I'll eat like a mandarin orange or, but I really want a piece of toast with peanut butter. I just need some, need some ideas on nighttime eating. Thank you so much. Bye. Wow, this one really hits home. Yeah. By the way, her Debbie. name was Debbie. Oh yeah, sorry, you got that. <laughs> oh yeah, I was gonna say, was did she say her name? I know at, her name is at Debbie. At the end, she said, "Hi, oh, by the way, my name is Debbie, and here's my phone number, and blah blah blah." You know, so I didn't want to add all. So we're not gonna that. put Debbie's phone number on yeah, there. I don't think so. That's I mean, that's, I mean, we could. I can do it in post. I think she. <laughs> I think she'd appreciate that. Um, okay, I'm gonna speak from the heart here, Debbie. I understand what you're saying. I suffer with the same problem and I feel like it is my personal downfall. And when I have the most success, because my weight fluctuates a little bit, not a huge amount, but, and I always say this because I'm short, if I lose and gain five pounds, that could be two sizes on me. So when I am eating at night, that is the time without a doubt that my clothes are not fitting as well. Mm. So I say this, Debbie, if you are truly, truly trying to avoid, or if you think you're being good all day and then the nighttime eating is getting to you, I'm going to give you first some tips on how to not eat at night. And then I'm going to go into the tips for what you should eat at night if you really do want to eat at night. Do you think that's fair? Oh, I'm really glad that you're approaching it that way. Yeah. I have to because I can't like I have gone through phases in my life where, okay, I was doing intermittent fasting and I wish I could get back on that because I feel like I feel the best. I have the most energy when I do that. And when I was doing that, I was stopping eating at five o'clock. And I know that's really early, but I was doing that. And then I felt like I would get hungry at seven and then I would get over it. So the first thing I would do is always brush my teeth. Mm -hmm. So right after I was done eating whatever I was eating, I would brush my teeth. And then if I got hungrier later, I would brush my teeth again. Mm -hmm. Then I would try to distract myself. And after a few days of doing that, I was not hungry at all at night. I feel like if you get on this track of not eating after a certain hour, you will not even miss food after a certain mm -hmm. time. So the first thing I would say is to Debbie, if you can try just to like skip eating at night for a few days and see if you stop craving food at night, try that first because it really, really worked for me. Mike does that, by the way. He just has like a rule and it's like once he established it for himself, he's like, I, I just don't eat at night. Like he, mm -hmm. same thing. He sort of got himself over it and now literally he'll be like, I want something sweet. Oh, but it's after eight. Yeah, I don't eat after eight o'clock. I try not to eat after eight o'clock. You're yeah. very disciplined. Yeah. That's good. I feel like men are, I mean, I hate to be like this, but like a lot of guys are better at mm -hmm. being that like disciplined. Mm -hmm. And I know people, I'll probably get like yelled at from people mm -hmm. by people, but please don't yell at me. I just feel like sometimes that's just true. Yeah. But okay. So if you do really want to eat at night, I don't recommend eating toast and peanut butter personally. Like I don't want to eat anything because carbs for me are trigger foods. So nighttime eating of carbs is a big no, no for me personally. And I mean like starchy carbs. Mm -hmm. um, the type of carbs that I think are okay are fruit. Mm -hmm. So nighttime, if I'm going to eat something, the most satisfying thing, I would have like a tangerine, mm -hmm. a cutie, part of an apple, a small apple. I would eat some fruit. That to me is like, okay, I'm kind of really hungry and I want something that's going to be satisfying and sweet, but still feel light. I would go for something fruit related. She was on the right track with the mandarin oranges. I think that's a good idea. Like a handful of grapes, part mm -hmm. of an apple. Apples to me are super satisfying and you can't go wrong with an apple. And, you know, maybe like 
if you are a person who enjoys like freezy frozen things, like a little popsicle, a low sugar or an all fruit popsicle is good. But I try to keep the nighttime snacks to like a hundred calories or less. See, I'm a little bit different because I am someone that like, I've realized this about myself, a little snack. It almost just like wets the appetite. I'm like, no, I want more. I want something else. So for me, I started just budgeting my calories differently where it's like, I know I want a substantial snack an hour after dinner. So I plan for it. And then I have like, I have a pretty big bowl of fruit with cottage cheese in the evening. And that way it's like, it's, I started adding protein to it because usually it was just fruit. And because I know it's coming, I feel like I'm less, like I don't feel as deprived and I just kind of calorically, I like plan for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that's good. And I, I think, I think that's a great piece of advice. But somehow in my brain, for me, you know what? It's about what works for you. Mm -hmm. I feel like when I eat after a certain hour, my body feels different in the morning. Really? That's, yeah. That's one of the reasons why I don't eat after eight o'clock. Mm -hmm. I, I, when I wake up after I eat after like, let's say nine o'clock, uh, my stomach. I feel more bloated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's growling and it's like, it just, it's uncomfortable. So I'd rather have a better morning than have something enjoyable and, at but, night. But by the way, it's always whatever works for you. Because mm -hmm. some people are like, no way. And a lot, and again, even the experts that talk about how your body sort of processes and metabolizes calories, there's two schools of thought. Mm -hmm. Some people say, does not matter at all when you eat those calories. And mm -hmm. there are a lot of people who say, if you stop eating at a certain time and you really um, shut down your digestive system for back of a, lack of a no. better way to describe it for a certain number of hours, that you will feel different and, and lose weight or feel less bloated. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Try it out both ways, Debbie, and let yeah. us know. My other thing I'll tell you real quick that I have come to rely on is dessert flavored tea by the Red Rose Sweet Temptation, where it's like, it tastes like apple pie and, you know, zero calorie tea. And it just, I have this giant mug of it and it is so satisfying and filling. I mean, obviously it's not satisfying and filling like a sandwich, but it's, you know, it's right. kind of like to tell your brain like, okay, you don't have to have nothing. Here's a little something and it's water. So it's, you know, it's going to help fill you up too. Mm -hmm. so that's another little. Yeah, thing that's like. great. That's really great. Especially if you have it with your cottage cheese and fruit. I do. <laughs> Lisa, does your dentist love you? Because you brush your teeth you so often. You brush your teeth. Like <laughs> I, he just loves me anyway. He's like, I'm you must really be having good. a lot of night cravings, Lisa. I've noticed how white your teeth are. <laughs> I always say when I make a dentist appointment, I always try to get it for 2.30 and you know why. 2.30. Okay. Oh, but wait, wait, wait. I think I might have, oh no, I only have applause. You don't have laughter? I thought I had a rim shot uh, uh, sound effect, but I don't. Maybe in post. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Are we ready for the next question? We are. Hi, Lisa. I hang with a bunch of retired uh, elementary school teachers. And all of us are looking a little large in the middle. We all exercise and try our best to eat correctly. But I was wondering if you could recommend some appropriate clothing for uh, women of retirement age over 60 uh, could wear to help us uh, hide and cope with the thick waist that we're getting. Thanks, Lisa. Have a great day. Bye. Aww. She was cute and has no name. No name. Aww. She doesn't have a name or we don't know her name. We don't know her name yet. I mean, I'll contact her. She might her, have an, Oh, yeah. Wait, she name. has to win a prize. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's actually a really good question. And I don't think it only applies to women over 60, actually. I think it's like anyone who wants to dress better 
for whatever their issues are, I think it's a really good question. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a fashion expert, but I do love clothing. And I might have some advice that works. At least I hope I do. You're not a fashion expert in the same way you're not a nutrition professional. (laughs) You still really know your stuff. I do. Well, I, I do have tips for her. Okay. First of all, I do think if you have a thick waist specifically, believe it or not, you still are going to look better with something. This is my opinion. Tell me if you think I'm wrong. Something tucked in with a belt, with a big sort of jacket or cardigan over it. So you actually see that it'll cut your hips Mm -hmm. and you actually see that you have a waist. That's a good idea. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. I do think that better than... I mean, you could just, again, if you have a thick waist and really skinny legs, mm-hmm. I'm always jealous of those people mm-hmm. because I have really short legs and I feel like this type of look, I try to wear it, but mm-hmm. it looks better on me when I wear tall boots or tall shoes, but to wear like leggings or like tight legging type jeans or skinny jeans with like a big sweater, mm-hmm. super cute. That could hide a thick waist as yeah. well. As long as you're, you have some length in your legs. So whatever you can do to not cut your legs. I don't mean literally cut, but like for, for me, visually, visually, because like, I have short legs. I don't wear, I don't like wearing ankle boots. I could wear little booties with like long shoes, or I could wear a tall boot that goes up to almost my knee. If it's the same exact color as the pants or close enough okay. to have like your legs look. Yeah. Lengthened. I see what you're doing. You want to keep that line long. Mm-hmm, exactly. But, um, what do you have, Jamie? You're taller than me. Well, this took me a while. Like I, I have struggled with dressing for my body type and figuring it all out. But I think like the idea of, I think they call it like the rule of thirds. Like basically you want, you want like to cut your body into like, you want a two third portion. So either if you're wearing pants and like a a shirt that hits your waist, you've got like a one third up top and two thirds at the bottom. Or if you do a dress that hits you at the knees and that, you know what I mean? You want to sort of, that's like a good trick, I think, is to not think of, like having a shirt that hits you right in the middle. So you should have a shirt that's shorter or long, like how it like, or it could be longer. You want to just, you want like a two third portion of your body and then a third portion. You want to break it visually that way so that your body is sort of divided in thirds instead of in half. Oh, I'm going to try that. I don't know if I'm just, what would I do? Right. What would I wear? Well, you do this. So like you wear like a shirt that goes to your waist okay, and then jeans, or if you were to wear like what you were just describing, a baggy shirt and then leggings. Oh, and then boots. Is yeah. that the bottom third? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So or it's I like think- everybody is like a, um, what's it? I don't even know. It's not know. a triangle. <laughs> not a trapezoid. I don't know. A, thir- a, a cone. <laughs> a cone. An ice cream cone. I don't know where we're going with this. But um, I see, so you're saying break up your body in thirds. Yes. So you look longer. Yes. Got it. And I think the other thing too is never pair baggy with baggy or tight with tight. Like you always like if you have. Well, like, if you're super skinny, you can wear well, tight with on. tight. I hate those people. I'm wearing, <laughs> I'm wearing baggy jeans today. And yeah. so I have a more form fitting shirt. Mm-hmm. And if I were wearing a flowy shirt, I would have more form fitting bottoms. I feel Me like too. that I'm makes wearing, you. I'm wearing leggings and a yeah. flowy shirt. Yeah. But I also have like a shirt under my shirt. Like I have a layered look. So there's mm-hmm. my third. I might be in quarters today. <laughs> I don't know. This right. conversation has me in stitches. No, but wait. Oh, how did you prep that one? I did one? not. <laughs> All right. But also shapewear is like a really big, good thing that I utilize. Like I love shapewear. I always love, and it's the opposite of Jamie because Jamie hates anything hugging her yeah, body. Yeah, don't touch me. <laughs> 
Do you hear that, Mike? <laughs> I'm talking to the clothes. I don't want to even know you're on me. No, I You guys I started talking it. about fashion, so I'm on, I wasn't even paying attention. What did I miss? Nothing. You're good. <laughs> okay. You're just relax. No, but like I love like a really, I hate shapewear that lies. Like I look, I always look at reviews. I go on Amazon and something will be like 30,000 reviews. And you see those fake ads where it's like, someone who like puts on the shapewear and looks like they go down 98 sizes. Like, there's no reality there, but I have to say, I want to put up a link to a couple things. One, there is a minimizing bra that everybody's going nuts over that we're going to put up a link to. Okay. And I've actually heard from a few people that it's life changing. I have a couple of them. I like them a lot, but there's also like a tank top kind of situation. That's a shapewear thing. And believe it or not, it's made by a company that I didn't even know still existed. Maiden form. And it was like part, wasn't that in a Grease song? In a Grease song? Yeah, like with, on my maiden form. <laughs> like beauty <laughs> school dropout yeah, or something? Yeah, I think so. I, maybe I'm just saying it wrong. But anyway, it seems like an old school brand, but there is a tank situation that is so good. It comes in black, white, and nude. And I just discovered it and I'm going to send you a link to it. Okay. I love it. And it's good if you, it's just a good smoother. So that'll also help mm. for smoothing situations. I kind of want her to send us like a before and after, before and after your advice. Oh yeah. Maybe, maybe when we, when we figure out who she is, yeah. we can ask her. Well, and it's a group of teachers, so we can oh, get a group shot of all of them. Yeah. Wait, if we get a group shot of all the teachers, we're going to send them all gifts. Okay. We'll implementing your advice. Box. Is that? <laughs> yes. A picture of them implementing some of this. And advice. your advice. Yeah. Yes. Any, our <laughs> advice. They're going to look like triangles and be like, really? I can't <laughs> believe you told us to do this. No, they're going to look great. And they're going to send pictures and we're going to send them tons of stuff. Sorry. Great. Good. Okay. Do we have more questions? Just a couple more. Hello, Lisa. I was wondering if any of your recipes in this new Simply Comfort cookbook could be made in the Instapot. Thank you. Good question. A lot of people have an Instant Pot. I feel like the Instant Pot sort of like in the race of kitchen cooking gadgets is sort of in third now, mm. like third behind the slow cooker, which is always popular and the air fryer, mm -hmm. which is more popular. But if you have an Instant Pot that you love, it has a setting on it for slow cooker. So you can just select slow cooker on that and set it and go for the slow cooker recipes at that setting. But yeah, um, that's half the recipes in the book, right? Yeah, it is 100 recipes in the new book. And then you could also pressure cook them quickly as well. Mm -hmm. But so is that, I don't, you know what? I'm not an instant pot expert. So if they want to pressure cook them quickly, is it like the high setting on the slow cooker or is it faster than that even? It's faster than that even. So what do you think it's that is? Fast. It's so like, is it like one hour instead of two or three? It's like half an hour instead of For two or instead three. Instead of, okay, so a half hour on the instant pot setting is going to, cook as fast as like one to two hours, we think. It, it's so basically, cause there's some preheat time. So usually with the oh, Instant yeah, the Pot, it's a little bit of a misnomer because it'll take you like 15 minutes to preheat it and then four to cook it, but it's still a 20 minute, you know. Right, right, But right. usually you can make anything in a slow cooker that's either like seven to eight hours on low or three to four hours on high. Those usually take you about like half an hour total 30 minutes in the Instant Pot. In the Instant Pot. I really need to dust off my Instant Pot. We again. only use it like we don't have a slow cooker. So if we want to slow cook, we use the instant pot and just hit the slow cook uh, setting. I have two slow cookers. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, and then if you want to make sure your food doesn't dry out, the pressure cooker function is dependent on steam. And if there's not enough liquid, the pot will like take all the moisture out. So add a little broth or a little water into it before you cook and mm. then just drain it afterwards. Yep. Right. Yep. So the short answer is, and the easiest thing is if you do have an instant pot, just set it on slow cooker setting. 
pretty but much. But is that slow or fast? Is it the That's is it slow. the short or the? If you want to use the, f- if no, you no, wanna- no. But wait, is the slow cooker setting? Do you cook it for the 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 short or the long? I think you can choose either high or it low. It is high or low. I think. I think it depends on the model. Okay. Well, just test it out. Yeah. But when in doubt, they have those handy buttons. So like if you're cooking an oatmeal recipe, click the porridge button. If you're cooking. Porridge? Yeah, what, I know. I mean, what, is this say? like a children's story from 1852? And if you're, if it's like a steak dish or a meat dish, you can hit the red meat button. <laughs> I just, I'm thinking of the three little bears. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Porridge. Goldilocks. Penny, okay. Do we have any other questions? Our dog Penny eats her porridge every morning. It's That's, not really porridge. We just no. call it that. Yeah. It's like traditional dog food, but we're like, Penny, come get your porridge. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's another Very question. Very cute. <laughs> Hi, Lisa. I was just wondering uh, if you could be more specific about what you mean by natural cake mixes in your Simply Comfort cookbook under the desserts. Does that mean like sugar-free, organic, all of the does? Do you have some brands that you would suggest? Thank you. You know, that is like the best question ever. And this question is so good because it applies to anything in the Hungry Girl cookbooks when I say like natural this or natural that. And I think the whole point of saying that is because years ago, I was using a lot of ingredients that were more like processed. And in the past, like I would say five Hungry Girl cookbooks, Mm there are ingredients that I'll just say natural this or natural that. Mm -hmm. And basically what that means is there are so many companies that are making things now that are all natural. And those products used to be loaded with preservatives and artificial preservatives Mm -hmm. and artificial ingredients that were hard to pronounce. So in the case of cake mix, um, by the way, all of the natural stuff, like if you go to a store that specifically sells natural foods only like, natural grocers. Mm-hmm. They only sell natural whole foods. things. Well, of course, whole foods that, but is this natural grocers only sell? Oh, I don't know. Natural grocers. It's like a huge, all the rage store that everybody talks about. Wow. I'd we be should offended if they only, if they, if they don't sell only natural foods. And I think they're more like a little more affordable than whole foods, but oh. of course everything on the shelves at whole foods. And that's where actually we all shop here at hungry girl to get our natural cake mix. Mm-hmm. We go to whole foods, but anything you see on the shelves there is going to be all natural. And as far as brands, there are a few. So Swerve is all natural. Simple Mills is all natural. Mrs. Jones is all natural. And the biggest difference is when you flip those boxes over, you're going to be able to pronounce and recognize all the ingredients versus a lot of stuff you'd see in the cake mixes that are on traditional shelves. Not to slam like Betty Crocker, or anything, or Duncan Hines, but there's a lot of ingredients in those boxes that you just can't pronounce. Yeah. There's like hydrogenated this and this kind of palm oil. Well, well you pronounce that really well. Does that mean it's okay? <laughs> well, I happen to be like, you know, a pro pronunciation princess. So I don't know. You had no. a little trouble getting that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I practiced. I practiced. No, anyway. But you know what I'm saying? Like you'll see things like flour, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. No artificial this or that. Nothing questionable. I think too, you know, even though it doesn't need to be organic, it's a good code word. So if you're at a regular store, like I think Annie's Organic is a name of like their cake mix is natural. Do so they it make can be mix? like, yeah. Oh, so it can be like a we hint. If you see the word organic, that's going to be natural. Cause you sure about that? Yeah. Annie's every, every, no, but every single thing that's organic is all natural. 
like 99.999%. But sometimes they fool you by saying the following made with organic ingredients. Mm, I hate that. That just means some of the ingredients are organic, but Mm -hmm. not necessarily all of them. So I hate when it says made with 70% organic. It's like crazy. I know it's, it doesn't count. Doesn't count. No. Irrelevant. And by, by the way, for people who are afraid to go to Whole Foods, if you're a prime member, you have a code that you show at the register and you get discounts. So I don't know, you don't really? get discounts on everything, but you get discounts on certain items. Yeah, if, if you show your Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah. You open up your Amazon app and there should be a tab that says Whole Foods. Click on that tab and your QR code pops up and you scan that at the register. You know what? That's a great idea. And also, if you just type in the words natural cake mix into the Amazon search bar, you would also pull up some, but just read the descriptive yeah. copy to mm-hmm. make sure it is all natural. They'll use those keywords and they'll mess with you. They'll, they'll screw with you. Yeah. Right? But no, oh, do you, wait, I have to tell you what, go, go. I was just going to say Amazon is a great place to get like Swerve Sweets, um, cake mix and Lakanto makes great cake Lecanto, mix. We love Lakanto. Yeah. Oh so yeah. We'll link you to a few on the Foodcast page. Yes, Lakanto. Amazing. Yeah. All right. I was just going to tell you about a little trick I learned. You probably know this already and you're going to roll your eyes at me, but do you ever use the scan feature on Amazon? The scan feature. Like, let's say you want to buy this microphone. When you go into the Amazon search feature, when you click on search, it'll give you the option scan and you just hold the phone no way. over oh. whatever it is you want. Like you can hold scan the phone me, over Jamie and be like, can I get a wife? I had no idea this existed. Oh yeah. It's the most fun thing on the planet. Wow. I scanned my mom yesterday <laughs> and it pulled up all these gray wigs. Oh. <gasps> her hair this is the most fun party game like to see what what pops up dentures you know mascara like what on your face does it pick up that's really funny it's amazing it 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 will pick up everything scan your shoes Mm -hmm. just try it it's going to be like the new thing it's going to take up all your time forget wordle (laughs) wow this was like this is like a fun podcast yeah even though we didn't get fed i still had fun (laughs) we did and i really really want to know if you enjoyed this podcast so Text Mikey at 805-380-8075. So you might win a prize just by texting him to tell us Mm -hmm. if you like the podcast, because we want a lot of feedback. We'll give out three prizes to three feedbackers. Mm -hmm. Cool. And if you have your own question, if you enjoyed hearing the questions, you want to call in, you can call that same number. 805-380-8075. To leave your question. And we might use it in an upcoming Ask Hungry Girl episode. Yeah. Great. Awesome. That was so fun. I really enjoyed that. And I learned some, some good stuff. And if my ridiculous fashion advice made no sense, please ignore me. And I apologize. <laughs> no, Jamie, we are going to see try <laughs> triangles, try, not triangles, try, try segmented teachers. I basically <laughs> told them to dress like candy corn. Yeah. Oh, that's such good advice. Or like an Astro pop. <laughs> Beautiful. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Remember to sign up for the daily emails at hungrygirl.com. Remember to check out our new book, Simply Comfort, wherever fine books are sold. Look for Hungry Girl magazines. What else can they do? Listen to our podcast, review us, all Mm -hmm. those great things. Yeah. Watch our Amazon live shows. Mm -hmm. Watch our Facebook lives. Mm -hmm. Follow us on Instagram. Mm hmm. All right. Tweet us. (laughs) No, don't do that. We won't see it. All right. I'm Lisa Lillian, also known as Hungry Girl. Till next time, chew the right thing.